EWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And I want to give a huge shout out, huge thank you to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And to all of my new listeners, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And hopefully you will become a regular listener going forward. And ultimately, we want to thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of others. Well, uh, we have a very good show tonight. It's a solo show, which means you got me tonight, no guest tonight. Uh, I try to rotate these uh, periodically where I'm able to kind of share some things with you uh, directly from my heart uh, regarding financial empowerment as well as life lessons. So uh, I'm here tonight with you. Uh, the call-in number tonight, if you had any questions or comments, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. Again, if you had any questions and or comments, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. I do want to make mention of my uh, personal finance book called Money Responsibly. Uh Wrote the book, was able to get it published back in January, and so happy that it's uh, doing real well. Uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with the book, it is a useful, what I call a useful resource tool for people who want to build a foundation of understanding the basis of money management or money skills. Is there to also to increase your financial knowledge. It will help you view your uh, your how you how where it will help you in viewing your money or how you came to view your money, but it will also uh, help you examine how your money mindset was established, and it it gives some great tips uh, to help you make the necessary adjustments in your life so that you can become empowered to control and manage your finances more responsibly going forward. You can get my book on Amazon. If you want an um, autographed copy, I've had a number of people that request uh, a warning to get an autographed copy. If you go to my website at shipmanconsulting.com, click on the Contact Us page and submit a request stating that you would like to get an autographed copy, and we will give you the details of how to get that. And by the way, the price is still the same uh, as it is on Amazon. So it doesn't cost you any more to get an autographed copy. But I do want to make that available for those that would like to have an autographed copy. 
Well, uh, we are currently in, seeing like everything in our lives uh, here for the last, I guess, um, seemed like it hadn't hadn't been that long, but it seems like it has been that long in a sense. Uh, COVID-19. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about COVID-19, what's going on, but also to give us some some good strategies that we can put forth uh, to help help how we manage, help us manage our finances during this current crisis. So, so like I said, different, a little bit different show. I just want to kind of share some things uh, with you tonight. Now it it is, it's absolutely amazing what this virus has done to all of our lives. Now I'm not talking just domestically. I'm talking about globally, this pandemic and its aftermath has caused many lives to be lost. Some went quickly. Some were delayed. Uh, we have lost family members. Some of us have lost family members. We've lost loved ones. We've lost friends, coworkers. At the same time, many people who contracted the virus have survived. So thankful for that. I know some people personally that are survivors of the of the virus now they of course their journeys they can probably share with you it was rather tough it was scary it was sometimes long but they made it through so i want us to take you know not only just this moment right now as i'm talking but take time on an everyday basis and keep all those who have lost their lives and keep their families in our thoughts and in our prayers uh, as we go about our day to day. So I kind of want to hit on some things here uh, regarding uh, COVID-19 and the, the current world pandemic that we're all being faced with. Uh, this pandemic, it has, has stretched our emotional and physical capacities of our health and medical professionals first responders, and all the other essential workers. Now, I want us to also remember them and appreciate all of our frontline workers. Uh, you know, they're going to need tremendous amount of support. So let's make sure that we give them the thank you, anything that we can do to make their lives better as they are taking care of those that are sick, not only with the, with the coronavirus, but there are other sicknesses, uh, other health-related problems that they're having to uh, manage care, uh, manage our care, rather. So make sure that we keep them in our thoughts and our prayers. I mean, they are really going through a whole lot. I've actually seen a couple of videos of some of our uh, medical professions, professionals. Uh, they're, they are bearing a huge emotional toll of taking care of the sick and seeing death on an everyday basis. So let's keep all of our frontline uh, workers in our thoughts and our prayers as well. Now, this pandemic, it has caused much fear and concern in the lives of everyday people. It's been a challenge to balance between fear and faith. It's surely been a, a, a battle in that regard. However, uh, you know, utilizing the information that we gather on a day-to-day -day basis and a lot of times just using common sense, 
it, it creates a balance. Uh, even though some people may see things differently, I look at get me information and let me apply common sense. It kind of balances uh, my emotions. It, it really helps me out. So I'd encourage you, uh, gather the information. Don't be inundated. Like, like I mentioned a couple of shows ago, don't become inundated with all the news and everything else, but get the relevant information that you need. Balance it out with common sense. Now, all of us, we have to make a choice or we have to make decisions and we have to determine what is best for ourselves and for our families uh, especially when it comes to sheltering at home and going back to what we call normal. Uh, it's been in the news. I'm quite sure many of you that are listening in have been faced with it, uh, you know, debating whether or not should you go out. Uh, I know that a lot of the states are reopening, and you're wondering if you and your family should go out and about, uh, get the necessary information, and you make that determination. Uh, I'll leave that in your hands, but just make sure that you're well-informed and that you're taking care of yourselves. You know, I, I look at, we're not going to go back to normal. I don't believe that we will ever go back to what I would consider to be normal. We're going to have to adjust to a new reality. Yes, we're going to have to wash our hands. Now, I have to say, uh, there are great things that are coming out of this crisis, People are going to wash their hands a lot more. We are going to become a cleaner society. Uh, at least that's what I hope for. Maybe this will keep down other uh, 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 viruses and things, sicknesses that we have had in the past. Just by simply uh, keeping our hands washed and using uh, hand sanitizers, those types of things. So it will be some things that were definitely going to change even in the, in the workplace, in the schools. So, yes, we're, we're not going to go back to normal. We're going to have to adjust to a new reality. Because of the concerns and the information regarding uh, COVID-19 and its global, what I call global reach, decisions of the CDC and the health and the government officials, it led to the closures of schools, universities, colleges, businesses, agencies, and other facilities. As a result, students were sent home to complete their school year online with their teachers. And in some cases, some of you, uh, who are all your, your, your parents, you've had to turn into a teacher as well. Now, I have to kind of smile a little bit because I'm, I'm so glad that uh, both of my girls, uh, they're older teenagers, so I didn't have to worry about trying to uh, prepare lessons uh, for them. Like I said, my oldest daughter is a freshman year of college, and my, old, my youngest is a senior in high school, so we didn't have to revert back uh, to teaching our kids. They pretty much are on their own. Um, when it comes to that, of course, we, we check up on them. But my heart really goes out to all the parents who are working from home, and you're having to teach uh, or to become a full-time teacher while trying to manage work and balancing the needs of the home. So hats off to all of you. My heart goes out, out to all of you. Uh, college students were sent home to complete their year of college. Some had to leave within days of being notified of the campus closure. 
I think about my oldest daughter. She was home for spring break, and midway, she received notice that uh, don't return back to Boston. So it, it is still even unclear right now whether or not she's going to return back in the fall. And for that matter, uh, even my youngest daughter, it's, un, it's unclear even if she'll be able to start college uh, on campus in fall. You know, it really hit a lot of our seniors. If you're listening in tonight, especially our high school seniors, it is just so unfortunate. And my heart goes out to all of you that were unable to enjoy your senior activities, such as prom, grad night. And in some cases, some of you won't even have an official graduation ceremony. So my heart uh, goes out to you. I hope that uh, things can get better where we're able to make up for the loss of these activities, but you look at the bright side, uh, you're going to graduate. You've worked hard all these years, and you're yet going to graduate. COVID-19 won't stop you from graduating from high school, so hats off to all of you. Another thing that I, I thought about, you know, during COVID-19 that's uh, affecting our money, I would say, or our finances my wife and I were talking about this this week, the scholarships that are available uh, for students. How that going to go forth in the fall? You know, there are a lot of companies, a lot of organizations that are, uh, they're cash strapped or they're, they are facing lower revenues and no profit, very limited cash flow. I'm wondering how that's going to affect their scholarships to all of our students. Will it be available for students in the fall or going forward? That's something that no one has been able to. We've kind of been asking that question, and if I can get a couple of answers, I, I will definitely let all of you know. I do, I do some Facebook Live um, uh, segments, so if you would connect with me on Facebook, uh, hopefully I can get some answers to that question to see what companies that put forth scholarships, will those scholarships still be available for students going forward? Just something else to think about uh, going forward. You know, I, I read an article addressing the issues around students not being able to return back to school because of COVID-19. You know, unfortunately, there are some parents or guardians that lost their jobs because of COVID-19 or their hours have been greatly reduced because of COVID-19. And we don't know if some of those students would be able to even go back to school going forward. So it's, it's a lot going on, a lot, of, lot to think about, maybe some things that I'm talking about tonight that you haven't given thought to, and you need to uh, be informed about it. So hopefully some of this information that I'm talking about tonight will get kind of, you know, on your mind, but not to just occupy your mind to weigh you down, but to just give you some things to think about to prepare of what can you do or what should you, should you be doing something going forward in these particular areas as they come up. This pandemic has caused some businesses to close immediately. I know when some of the states went on lockdown, a lot of the businesses uh, that were non-essential closed immediately. Now, there were some businesses that were, uh, allowed to remain open, but they had limited hours and they did not have any what I call in-house customer activity. 
Some were able to continue operating by having their employees to work from home. Not all businesses could do that. Even over the past couple of weeks, I've noticed that there have been several announcements of some companies uh, filing for bankruptcy as a result of people being laid off or furloughed. Now we have millions of people in the unemployment lines frustrated uh, because of the layoff, because of the furlough, and is further aggravated by the exhaustive process of applying for unemployment benefits. And I have to say that uh, some of the systems in some of the states, I won't name one in particular, but it's where I live, (laughs) Uh, the system just crashed. It caused a lot of headaches and a lot of problems with a lot of people that were applying for unemployment benefits. Uh, The system just couldn't uh, handle the massive number of applications. So just something else that people had to uh, endure. And... um, as a result of COVID-19. So there were a loss of jobs. With the loss of jobs, there were loss of health insurance, uh, medical benefits. Some of those things have went beyond the 30 days, and now there are no health insurance in place. You know, the loss of jobs led to a loss of income, which could greatly affect people's ability to provide for the needs of their households. You know, the loss of income led to the possible delay of meeting those monthly payment to creditors. So what I guess what I'm saying in a nutshell, this pandemic uh, has caused a lot of stress, a lot of strain upon businesses, but uh, I will say most importantly, it caused a lot of stress and strain upon us as consumers. Now, hopefully that was not gloom and doom. That was not my purpose of going over some of the things that have occurred during, uh, that is occurring right now during COVID-19. I'm not here to give you gloom and doom. That's not the purpose. I'm just only stating uh, the facts, stating uh, the the current environment that we're in. But I want to give you, I'm just wanting to give you some, uh, a summary of my thoughts and updates around uh, COVID-19 crisis. At the same time, I want to give you some strategies tonight to kind of help you endure uh, what's going on around us. You know, so as you just heard, our emotional world has been rocked, as well as our financial world. You know, every industry, every household have been somewhat affected, either a somewhat, a little affected, or even greatly affected. So in a sense, we're kind of like almost all in the same boat. I've heard, I've read some article or some posting where it uh, stated that I guess we're all on the same ocean, but we got different boats because everybody's situation is different. But either way, the point is COVID-19 uh, is affecting all of our lives in some form or fashion. But I want you to know we can make it through this. We've had tough times in the past, and I believe by the grace of God that we can make it through this current environment. Now, I want you to do something. This is something that I don't normally do here on the radio. I usually do this when I have an audience or if I'm talking from a stage. I want you to say something as I say something. I want you to to repeat after me. We can make it 
through this. I want you to begin to say that we can make it through this. I can make it through this. I will make it through this. So not just positive affirmation, but we have to put forth some practical thing as well. But sometimes we need to hear that in our minds, get it in our, in our thought processes, get it in our heart that we are going to make it through this. We may not come through unscathed. We may have a couple of, of sore spots, but we're going to make it through this. We may come out even limping for a little bit for a little while, but I really believe we're going to make it through this. So I want to give you some helpful strategies uh, during these days of COVID-19. You know, as I was preparing uh, for this uh, talk tonight, I looked up the word strategy. The word strategy is a plan of action to achieve a major goal. The goal is to bring some peace and calm to our financial outlook to help you improve your financial outlook, to help you manage your money responsibly during COVID-19 and beyond. So hopefully the, the following things that I'm going to go over will be able to be a good starting point for you. Here's my first point or my first strategy. Now, I have said this before, whenever life happens, I always recommend that we take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to breathe, step back, and assess your situation. Take a deep breath. As my wife always tells me, you know, with the, a wife, my wife is a nurse, so anytime she wants us all to calm down, she will always tell us to take a deep breath, hold it for like five seconds, and then breathe out slowly. She would tell us to do that at least three times. Sometimes it, 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 not sometimes, it automatically helps you to relax, calms your mind, calms your spirit. So take a moment to breathe, step back, and assess your situation. Find a place to clear your head and gather your thoughts. If that means that you need to take a walk, take a walk. If that means that you need to get on a bicycle and go for a bicycle ride, go do that. If it means just going out and just admiring nature, do that. If it means going into your prayer closet and spend time in prayer or to meditate, do that. If it means listening to your favorite song, do that. If it means listening to your favorite song and dancing for a couple of minutes, do that. Take a deep breath, step back, and assess your situation. Clear your head. Next point, the assessing part. Assess what is going on with your finances. You know, I, I think about when we have to go to the doctor. Uh, we go to a doctor with our annual visits to, so that the doctor can assess our overall health. And he do, we do the assessment to either improve or maintain good health where we have to do the same thing when it comes to our finances. We have to take time and assess what's going on. And especially now in the current uh, uh, environment that we're in, it's important that we assess our finances. 
Now, I shouldn't have to say this because I've said this so many times on my show, but I will continue to say it. We have to get on a realistic budget and live on that for the rest of our lives, regardless of how much or how less or how little money that we make. We need to be on a budget. We need to know how much money is coming into our homes, and we need to know how much money is going out. We need to know what we're spending our money on. We need to know uh, uh, how much that we're spending. Our, you know how much money that we're spending our money. How much money that we're spending? Can't get my words out. We need to know line item by line item. We need to account for every dollar that we have. So budgeting, if you need help, if you need help, reach out to me. You can catch me, like I said, go to my website, shipmentconsulting.com, or um, there on any social media, just Google Lionel Shipman. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. You can catch me there. If you need help in setting up and establishing the budget, Reach out to me. I'll see what I can do to help you uh, set that up. Now, here are some things uh, as a part of the assessing uh, your financial uh, situation. Are you able to meet your financial needs? And when I say financial needs, I'm talking about your food, shelter, utilities, and transportation. Do all you can to maintain these four areas especially during this current environment. Food, shelter, utilities, and transportation. These are your highest priorities for you and your family. If you're not able to meet these priorities, look for ways to make it happen. There are a number of agencies, nonprofits, food banks, and other organizations that are out there that are able to provide food, for families and for children, and even some of the school districts. I know some of the school districts or the school district where I am here in Florida, uh, they are providing breakfast and lunch for children. So, and I've heard that in other cities, in other counties, other states, their school districts are doing the same. So if you need help, there are many sources out there to get help, especially regarding food. And even with shelter as well, if you're in that place where you don't have a place to reside. I mentioned this through a Facebook post at one time, uh, I guess a Facebook live session that I did a couple of weeks ago, that some of the utility companies are offering its customers uh, payment assistance or payment options due to COVID-19. So if you've lost your job and you're having difficulty with making the payments for your utilities, pick up the phone, call your utility provider, and see what assistance or what options are available based upon your situation. Remember, food, shelter, utilities, and transportation, very important to make sure that those needs are met and fulfilled during this time. If you're having problems with making your car payment or making your mortgage loan payment, Contact your mortgage company. Contact your car financing company and see what uh, options or what assistance are available based upon your current situation. As I mentioned, 
I did a Facebook Live a few weeks ago, and I talked about those two things. Uh, there are mortgage companies out there that are giving some uh, some relief, uh, but I. I recommend that you contact your mortgage company and see what they are able to provide to you uh, regarding your financial situation. Another point, during this time of COVID-19, limit your spending and save your money. I know, I know with getting the stimulus money, it's so easy just to go out and just go buy things but I recommend you spend your money wisely. Spend your money wisely. Only necessary spending. I would avoid any and all unnecessary spending during this time, especially if you're out of work or you're, you have limited hours and the, the, a bit of uncertainty of when all this is going to end. We want to be wise in our spending. And if you don't need it, I would just not consider buying it at this time. As I mentioned earlier, make sure that your priorities are taken care of first. If you need to go buy clothes, which is essential, consider shopping at thrift stores such as Goodwill or Salvation Army. And if you choose to shop, at the major retailers, which they, I think, for the most part, just uh, started opening back up again. Go to the clearance racks. Go to the sales racks before making a final purchase. Or, here's a quick motto. If you don't need it, leave it. Yes, if you don't need it, leave it. You can do without it for now. So, limit your spending if at all possible. Now, uh, be strategic when it comes to food purchases. Uh, I would say get the essential items that you need. This may not be the time to buy the extra items that you would normally buy, but seeing that we are in this financial situation, we're in the current environment, think twice before getting those extra things because we want to limit our spending. We want to try to reserve and save money during this time. At this time, if you don't have an emergency fund, what a great opportunity now to start an emergency fund if you don't have one in place. That means taking that money, that even the stimulus money, instead of spending it right away on unnecessary things, like I said, if you need it for essential things, do that. Be wise in your spending. But if you don't have an, an immediate need, start an emergency fund. Put that money in an account, and that would strictly be for unexpected expenses or unexpected events uh, that, that come up from time to time, like car repairs or appliance repairs. So start an emergency fund. And start small. You could put in a couple hundred dollars and build it up to a thousand dollars. Then eventually you want to build it up to the point to where you got four to six months equivalent to uh, four to six months of expenses put aside in an account. So it may take some time to fully fund it, but at least now is a great time to start uh, establishing an emergency fund and begin to put money aside in that account and build it up. 
So look for ways to conserve money. Uh, reduce your utility usage in your home. Use coupons when you're grocery shopping. Cut your cable. Start streaming if it makes sense for you and your household. Cut your gym membership. That's no hit really against the gyms. I know that they're a viable business, but if you individually cannot afford to go to a gym, cut the expense. Exercise at home until things are better when you're able to go back to doing that. And like I said in the beginning, if you receive the stimulus money, if there are no immediate or either priority needs, put that money into your savings account or establish an emergency fund with that money. Okay. Uh, You want to look for ways to make additional money. Consider how you can monetize your hobbies or your passions, especially if you can offer services and products remotely, meaning a lot of us are at home right now. If there's a way that you can monetize a hobby or a passion and you can make a little bit of money on the side, do that. This is the perfect opportunity uh, of doing that. You know, one, one thing that I'm thinking about coming out of COVID-19, I believe that the entrepreneur spirit is, is on fire right now. A lot of us with being at home, we've had time to, to slow down uh, with life and we begin to think about how we can make money using the, our skills that, you know, we really hadn't utilized like we could or should have. Now's the time to do that. You'd be surprised uh, just how many businesses are being formed right now during this time. So take the opportunity right now to look for ways to make some additional money uh, for you and your family during this time. Now, in closing, uh, take care of your families. Take care of yourself. Think about the strategies that I spoke of tonight. See how you can incorporate them into your lives. Another thing, follow the guidelines of the CDC. Follow the, the guidelines of our medical and our health professionals uh, in battling against the coronavirus and the effects of it. I know that it is a huge inconvenience for many of us, uh, and you just have to forgive me for what I'm about to say right now. If it hurts your feeling, I'm sorry. Uh, There's no, no, I don't intend to do that. But a lot of us have been spoiled in a sense, where we are told to shelter at home, we are told to minimize going out and is, you know, for some of us, it's only been 30 days or 45 days. When other places they are having to lock down for much longer time, in order to slow down the spread of this uh, coronavirus, we're gonna have to limit us exposing ourselves to other people. That is, they said that that's the CDC and health professionals said that is probably the the biggest way of slowing down this virus is minimizing. Uh, contact. So let's make sure that if you don't have to be out, stay at home. Uh, make sure that we're taking our, taking care of ourselves, washing our hand, wearing our mask, uh, if at all possible, if we have to go out. 
we want to get back to where, like I said, it's not going to be normal. We're going to, we're going to have a new reality. So these are just things that we're going to have to get used to until things get much, much better. Keeping our hands washed, uh, limiting uh, our exposure, uh, doing whatever we can to slow down the spread of this coronavirus. And then hopefully and prayerfully, we will have an a, a antidote or a vaccine uh, by the end of the year where, uh, that would be most effective in eliminating this from our uh, community. Uh, oh, before I close out, I, have, I think I have a caller here. Hold on, I'm going to give some space right now. I do have a few minutes to uh, get a question. If you're not, I'm going to do this. If you can give me your name and where you're from and give me your question and or your comment. Uh, I'm going to call out the last four digits of your phone number. The last four is 3816. If you're 3816, uh, I'm going to give you a few minutes to give me your question and or your comment. Hello, caller. You on there? Okay, I guess I must have scared them. Uh, they did not want to have it. Okay, no problem. Uh, so let's get ready to close out here. As I was saying, follow the guidelines of the CDC and of our health professionals. Make sure that we look out for those who need help. Pray for our leaders for guidance and direction and wisdom. Pray for our first responders and medical professionals and all of those who are working diligently to keep us safe. Pray for the scientists who are working diligently to come up with a vaccine. And pray for all the individuals and families that are directly affected with this virus. Well, that's a wrap. That's all I wanted to share tonight. Just kind of wanted to give a quick summary of some of the thoughts that I had around COVID-19 and uh, regarding our finances, but I also wanted to give you some money strategies, some things that you can do to help manage your finances through this current crisis. So I want to thank you for tuning into the Line of Shipment Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you haven't touched base with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter uh, as well. And if, uh, you can always reach me on my website. My website is shipmentconsulting.com. And if you haven't purchased my new book, Money Responsibly, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch, uh, you can get copies there on Amazon. But if you want an autographed copy, go to my website at shipmentconsulting.com, click on the Contact Us page, and submit your request stating that you would like to have an autographed copy of the book. By the way, that's not my only book for all of my new listeners. I do. I was able to write my first book back in 2017. It's a relationship communication book called Sacred Vows, The Knot or Not. It's a relationship communication book for couples, but it does have a finance piece in there as well. So, so check both of my books out at Amazon. Or if you want an uh, autographed copy, just go to my website at shipmentconsulting.com. Now, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. 
We will talk to you next week. Take care till next time. But you know me, I always have to have a little music before we go out. This is uh, Mr. Marion Meadows. Take care, everyone.